0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org.
1: On awareness, awareness, awareness is the uh, the heart of all spiritual practices. Even Christianity, they, Christianity calls it God, but it's oh, you know it's this awareness. Is that um, a great uh, Hello? 8th century mystic and scholar and poet, Shanti Deva. Maybe many of you have heard of him. Um, so so um, he said that um, if we don't understand this piece, this secret of mind, of awareness, that everything we do is meaningless. So this is the heart of our practice and, and, um, I want to acknowledge that before I begin this meditation. So, uh, if you could please close your eyes or leave them a little open if you like and assume a comfortable, but alert posture. And relax. Relax your shoulders, relax your heart. Relax the thinking mind. And just to help drop down into the heart and the body, consider... Who are you if you don't have any problems? Who are you if there are no problems? And allow that thought to untie the knots in the mind and come into the heart And just for now, there's nothing to do, nothing to become, nothing to change. And we can just leave ourselves alone for now. And I invite you in this open space. Of awareness to allow sounds to come in, open to sounds, sounds outside, sounds inside the mind. There is no inner and outer, just sounds as they appear and disappear in the open emptiness of the mind. with no effort at all, not looking for sounds. Just abiding in this natural, easy awakeness. And allowing sounds to come into this awakeness and disappear. This wakeness, this awareness is happening all by itself. We don't have to make any effort. And noticing how sounds effortlessly appear. And disappear in this vast sky of awareness. Now be aware of sensations. <clears throat> points of feeling it could be anywhere in the body. Aware of points of sensation. appearing and disappearing, points of sensation like stars in a night sky, not reaching for them. sensations felt points of sensation appearing and disappearing like stars in the night sky. There's no shoulder, there's no thigh, there's no head. Points of sensation. No boundaries, no separation. Amazingly simple, amazingly accessible, just arising and disappearing with no effort, Notice how effortlessly each sound is known. In the moment it appears. And notice how effortlessly each sensation is known. whenever it appears. Everything is welcome in this big, empty, sky mind. Everything is included Be aware of thoughts. Thoughts are sometimes shy when we start to look at them, but they won't be shy for long. Be aware of thoughts and images like clouds that pass through the night sky, appearing and disappearing. There's no conflict with thoughts. There's no measuring, no judging. Just a thought cloud passing through the big open sky of this awareness. Rest all your weariness, rest at ease, the weary mind. There's nothing to do here, nothing to be, nothing to change. No inside, no outside, no separation, just thoughts. Sounds, sensations, opening and dissolving in this open awareness. All experiences appear and disappear on their own, and experience directly your own mind. Take a U-turn and look directly at your own big sky awareness. Look for it. There's nothing to find. It has no shape. It has no form. It has no color. It is but it doesn't exist. Directly experience your own mind. Much has been said about this mind. It's been called the unborn, the deathless, the unoriginated. The unconditioned Buddha nature primordial state of being. Resting in this awareness is the practice of all Buddhas. Sensations, sounds, Thoughts come and go. The awareness outlasts them all. And now, even resting the weariness of looking at your awareness and just becoming awareness. No self. no sign of anything. clear, invisible, vast, without boundaries, limitless. It contains all things, but it's not composed of them. Let the mind be soft and perfectly still without grasping at anything. Think to yourself, I am awareness. Let your identities fall apart. I am spirit. Feel this shift. Hmm. So um I know someone who <clears throat> was recently on a retreat with 11,000 people. And um, something's happening in the world with thousands of people show up to hear online teachings. It's like there's something happening in the universe that is you know kind of um, pulling at us. I feel it's pulling at <coughs> pulling at me um, like some grace is uh, abducting me and I want to be abducted. Please abduct me) <laughs> And I, <clears throat> I see so many faces here, of people with this longing. You're all here for some, some reason. You have some intention, some spiritual intention. Everybody here, we can look around at these frames we see in front of us. We should look around and see each other. All of all of us here. We share this longing. This longing for what? What's your longing? Whatever it is, it's it's noble. It's longing to go beyond the self concerns, the ego concerns that cause us so much suffering. All human beings want to be happy. All human beings don't want to suffer. And we share this particular kind of longing, the spiritual longing to to go about this in a certain way, to transcend. So I invite you to look around on this screen and maybe do an arrow and and look at the next screen and the next screen and, 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 and take in each other Take in the beauty of the intention that is so present in everyone's face. <clears throat> the noble longing that's in everyone's heart in your own way. There's a story a myth about a mammoth. Maybe you know what a mammoth is. There were these woolly mammoths in prehistoric times like gigantic elephants that were very shaggy and they had these huge tusks. And this particular mammoth smelled this beautiful smell, this amazing smell, and he just longed to find this smell. So he started to run. And he ran, and he ran, and he ran, and he ran, looking for this smell, trying to find this smell all over Europe, all over Asia, all over Siberia. And finally in Siberia, he fell over exhausted to die, and when he fell over, he cut into his body with his tusk, and this magnificent odor came out of his body, what he'd been looking for searching for all that time was deep within him, within him. There are many stories, wise stories that are passed down about, you know, people looking for something in their house, there are jewels already in their house that they haven't discovered, or there's a jewel in the overcoat that they're wearing, some gem that's in us, with us some beautiful odor that's within us, some goodness that is us. So I want to invite you to pick out one person, and they won't know who you are, so you can feel free to love them as much as you want without being embarrassed, pick out one person here and look into them and see their goodness, see their beauty, see their kindness, their noble intention, to be free to not be selfish and if you like maybe wish them wish them with all your heart that they be that they find what they're looking for they find their deepest happiness Wish them that. I wrote in the letter that I sent out this wonderful poet, Raymond Carver, on his deathbed, he wrote what he longed for, to feel myself beloved, to feel myself beloved on the earth. The, uh, the comedian Rita Rudner said what she longed for. Someday I want to be rich. Some people get so rich they lose all respect for humanity. That's how rich I want to be. <laughs> Some people want to be rich. Some people want to win the lottery. Some people want to fall in love. Rilke, uh, how I I yearn to belong to something. To be continued in an all-embracing mind that sees me as a single thing. I yearn to be held in the great hands of your heart. So as a prompt for your discussion with each other today, um, what, what would you pray for? What would you pray for? If you could have anything you wanted when you wake up in the morning, if you get anything you want, what would you pray for? Okay, and um, and maybe if you have time, you could explore. Can you give yourself what you pray for? There's some things you can't give yourself. You can't give yourself the end of the pandemic. But there may be there may be a lot you can give yourself that you pray for. Okay, so um, let's take about uh, twelve minutes to do this. So if you could, maybe groups of four. Chris, is that work? And and we could uh, uh, think about three minutes three minutes each to share this. Okay, can you hear me now?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah good. So I think it's really interesting that uh, this awareness it seems so easy and accessible and um, obvious. Um yet we so get we all get so easily hijacked um, just like that we get hijacked um, and um, so I just want to acknowledge that that there's there's this universal quality of getting hijacked that people even people with Deep enlightenment experiences, over and over, get hijacked. Just like you, just like me. Ask them. If you run into one, ask them. They'll tell you. They do. So, um, you know, our, our habitual patterns are very strong, very deeply ingrained. So, um, but you know, it's always here. Just this awareness is always here. It's always one step away. And so we might as well enjoy our lives while we have them and return to it as much as we can as often as we can. I'd love to hear, love to hear all your shares. What do you pray for? What would you, what would you love to have happen to you when you wake up in the morning for the rest of the day, for the rest of your life? I'm sure we all would love to hear your share if you would be willing to do so. So, um, how do we do this?
0: Yeah. um, Go ahead.
1: Yeah, just, just guess, unmute yourself and, and let's just do it that way.
0: Um,
1: yeah.
0: yeah, I said unconditional love to myself, loving kindness to myself and loving kindness to all beings everywhere. Um, I think that's all I can hope for from the, word, from the world is loving kindness from everyone. And loving kindness starts with me giving loving kindness to myself and then I can give it to everyone and then it comes from everyone so that that's what i said thank you
1: great it sounds like that's one you can you can give yourself someone else
2: for myself it was um David, it was connecting very deeply in my house. Um, At the moment, um, the person that I've been living with for many years is moving, and uh, so my friend is moving and relocating, and so I'm aware of during this isolation how important it has been for me to be with my friend, and so for me, it's having my family in my home. My family doesn't live with me, but we get together often, and we have not been getting together because of the pandemic. So I really miss that connection with my close friends and my family. The Zoom is okay and the phone calls, it just doesn't replace it for me. Yeah. And so, and often my family would stay with me or some way, you know, I feel as my friend moves on that sense of um how in some ways one of our group members mentioned there's something going on where people are literally afraid of each other, even if they've been isolated and afraid they might be carrying the virus. And so it's something that is very unusual right now, which is that my closest friends are so afraid they're not even seeing people that they really love and care about due to that fear, possibility. so... Really unusual that's what we talk about is how extraordinary this was, because normally, if my friend moved on, I'd be with my family or I would be with my closest community members, but they're also very much afraid and terrified to interact with anyone so it's really even if they've been secluded, so i would be very interested to hear from others but that's what I
1: Thank you, Christine. thank you connection. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: Um,
0: Mm. Yes, I would like to uh, be aware of all the goodness around me
3: every day. Mm.
0: Mm.
3: Mm. Have we kind of
0: discussed? Yeah, go ahead.
3: Sorry, sorry.
0: Go ahead. Yeah. yeah.
3: Hey, Bram, go ahead. Okay. Uh, thank you. Um, something that's been very apparent for me, especially during this era, uh, more and more, every day I find myself waking up, I want to have loving kindness for for everyone. But what's also apparent to me is that I also have hindrances. And so, <laughs> and they, they sneak up on me. And uh, so I just want to be really kind of, uh, see how, I can recognize the hindrances and work skillfully with them, purify the mind. And I think loving kindness is a way to purify that mind. So that, that's what I would want. And I think that's something that I can give myself by the, um, all the skillful stuff that's happening right now with IMC and the Zoom groups and all the meditation time. There's a lot that's available right now. So it's it's pretty practical. So. Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. That's that's another one you can you're give that you are giving to yourself. I know you are, Abraham.
4: Carla's been trying to speak. Yeah, Carla, please. Well, I'm just reflecting, I mean, because this morning I feel so grateful and to nature and I took an hour and a half walk with my husband and my dog at Pillar Point, which is right um, by the ocean, this beautiful, peaceful walk, um, and, and very meditative. I mean, I picked up one seashell after another, and um, I just feel like being connecting to nature is connecting to our true nature a sense of, uh, of belonging, a sense of no beginning, no end, the ocean. You know, I call Mama Ocean. No waves are turned away again and again. And I can see why people have been coming here in droves to Half Moon Bay with their children. And part of me was going, "No, too many people." But no, but look, everyone has such joy in their in their. It's this incredible feeling of being connected to their own true nature, being in nature. And um, so, I guess that said, I, I just think that's my um, my Dharma teaching every every day is being close.
2: To nature
4: and um, ever changing ever renewing
1: yeah. yeah great, beautiful, I know you do that you give yourself that every day
4: mm-hmm.
1: and and, and I, we can't we don't have time for everyone to speak, but we you know we can much of what we pray for we can give ourselves um, not constantly because like Abraham said, mm-hmm. habitual patterns they just they're unrelenting but we can keep giving ourselves over and over and over. What we knowing, knowing what we pray for, gives us a huge leg up. Knowing our direction, knowing what we want, and um, I've mentioned before how important it is, how helpful it is—not important, how helpful it is—to make a vow, to, to state your intention in the morning when you wake up. It just the. The mind, the open, fresh mind of the morning, is so accessible. And then to review at the end of the day, have I given myself what I most deeply pray for? So now um, we turn. Uh, we'll take a five-minute break, if that's okay.
5: All right. Well, hello, everyone. It's it's really nice to be here with all of you. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> for those waving at me. Hello, back. It's nice to be here with you. Thank you, David, for for leading that first hour so beautifully. And um, it's it's was kind of a setup, I guess, because I decided that I was going to do something on loving kindness for self today. Oh, that's I have the wrong glasses on. I can't see. <laughs> Why can't I see the screen? I've got my reading glasses on. Um, <clears throat> And uh so much of what came down or much of what I heard in in the response in the large group was about um loving kindness for self. This whole COVID nineteen business has really affected people at a really deep and profound level. And some <clears throat> in some ways we're aware of of Things And in other ways, we just have a sense that something is happening, whether it's 11,000 people showing up on a retreat, um, like what is happening in the world, this is wonderful, or we're afraid to be with our friends and our neighbors, because we don't know who's asymptomatic or not, and who's shedding the virus and etc etc so it really is a time of uncertainty for many of us that is it's obvious and at the same time it's sometimes helpful to just point out that this experience of of some kind of massive shift in our in the way that we relate to life is underway and so it's a little bit unnerving so in a in a time like this um, it it can be reassuring or it can be stabilizing to um, be able to access qualities of um, you know qualities of love qualities of of the brahma viharas um, <clears throat> as a way uh, not just to purify the mind, which is certainly. Wonderful, and obviously what the Brahma Viharas are all about, but a way of just finding some sort of stability and safety for ourselves, even if it's just momentary. So, uh, with that in mind, um, I want to do—I'll do, uh, I'll do a, a guided meditation. I'll, I'll guide you in a loving kindness meditation and um uh and then i'll give you a chance to uh meet in in dyads uh to do an exercise together and then what we will do is we'll come back and we'll just debrief what the experience was like for you and and were you able to um feel into and experience this some of the qualities that um that uh i'm going to point to and that are obviously associated with love and kindness so uh, i hope that sounds okay to you and if it doesn't <laughs> i'm still going to do it anyway so <laughs> so i <laughs> i would encourage you to uh just Settle down. Find find a, a way that you can sort of come back into uh, a feeling of being more quiet and more settled with yourself after your break. And I hope you can all hear me now.
2: <clears throat> yeah, you were muted for a minute there.
5: Okay, good. So please, when you... Find a position that's comfortable for you to sit in for a while. I'm going to invite you to close your eyes. And for this meditation, just because having your eyes open in front of a computer screen can be a little bit distracting. So for the sake of, of um, the experience, I'm going to invite you to close your eyes and keep your eyes closed throughout the meditation. So you can begin by taking a couple of deeper breaths. I'm gonna encourage you to draw the air in through your nostrils and bring bring it deep down into your belly. And when you exhale, exhale through your mouth. And take two or three breaths like that. And then just allow your breathing to return to its normal rhythm and pace. This type of deep, intentional breathing activates the vagus nerve and it triggers a kind of a relaxation response from the body. Sometimes just on the exhalation, you can feel into that sense of letting go, putting down, relaxing. And in your own time, when you're ready, allow your breathing to return to its normal rhythm and pace, whatever that happens to be for you. And breathe only through your nostrils. Breathe in. Breathe out. Allow the body to just breathe itself. Relax. Feel the sense of being supported by the chair that you're sitting in. Notice the contact of your feet on the floor. And notice the sense of rootedness or groundedness that comes by just noticing your feet are on the floor. Allow yourself to settle into the feeling of being supported, of being grounded, of being safe, of being able to let go and feel safe. Noticing how things feel is really key to practicing loving kindness. Loving kindness is an experience of open hearted appreciation. the direct experience of open-hearted appreciation. Loving kindness is a natural wish to experience happiness and contentment. You might wish this for another, or you might wish this for yourself. The natural wish for ease and well-being to be experienced directly, to be felt as an embodied reality. We can't make ourselves feel this way. We can simply allow ourselves to receive this quality, which is there all the time. With a, focus on the actual experience of the feeling, I want you to bring to mind someone whom you really care about, someone whom you think of with natural affection, When you think of this person, could even be a pet, if you have a pet that you love in this way. Just that sense of friendliness towards the pet or towards the person, that sense of affection. Notice what the feeling is, the direct feeling. And as you settle into the feeling, you might support that feeling by silently saying phrases to yourself, such as, may you be happy. May you know peace and joy. And as you do that, focus on the area around your physical heart and lungs. Bring your attention right into the heart center. Bring your awareness to the sensations that might be stirring in your heart when you connect with these feelings of affection and of warmth for your loved one. What are those sensations? What do those sensations feel like? And without trying to make yourself feel anything, see if you can simply Allow yourself to receive whatever you notice stirring within you. Now drop the image of your loved one and simply return your awareness to the rhythm of your own natural breath, moving in your body, breathing in and breathing out. and ask yourself the following two questions. What do I truly aspire for in this life? What do I truly aspire for in this life? And the second question is, what do I want to offer to the world? And focus on your aspiration as a fundamental aspect of your being, of who you are, or who you can be. You can repeat these phrases silently to yourself for yourself, directing these. Thoughts towards yourself as an act of loving kindness. May I abide in happiness? May I abide in well being? May I abide in freedom from affliction, in freedom from hostility. May I abide in freedom from anxiety, from worry and from fear. May no harm come to me. May I be free from judging and comparing May I be contented. May I too abide in peace and joy. This is how we can become a friend to ourselves. May I, too, abide in peace and joy. These are uncertain and confusing times. But I can wish myself the wish to abide in contentment. And in peace and in joy. And feeling the intention there. The actual intention as an act of loving kindness to recognize that. We can see that that wish is not just for ourselves. It's for the entire world that we're a part of. May all of us, all of us here today, wish that for one another, wish that for our communities, for our country, for the world. The world is in such peril today. May we be free from anxiety, from worry and from fear. Just as you offered loving kindness to your loved one, you can offer loving kindness to yourself. Just as you can recognize what it's like to feel loving kindness when you're wishing it for someone you really care about and feel a natural affection for, you can direct that same kind wish to yourself this is a very, very wholesome thing to do. Imagine how those wishes would feel. Recognize what those wishes feel like when you direct them to yourself. And visualize in your heart a warm light, a warm Maybe even a warm golden light. So, one way that you can awaken a sense of friendliness and goodwill towards yourself is by appreciating something specific about yourself. This quality of appreciation is a gateway to loving kindness. So I'd like you to bring your focus of attention to something specific that you appreciate about yourself. And reflect on that appreciation, that quality of appreciation for a moment. This doesn't have to be some big Spectacular, important thing. It could be something as simple as that you appreciate that you're able to enjoy a cup of tea or a walk on the beach. The quality of enjoyment. It's okay to feel gratitude for the qualities that you recognize and appreciating yourself. Take delight in befriending yourself in this way. And if any sense of joy or happiness or friendliness arises in your heart, notice it and particularly notice how it feels. Allow yourself to take joy in this wholesome intention of appreciating yourself in this way. And I'm going to end this meditation with a poem by a man named Derek Walcott. It goes like this. The time will come when, with elation, you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself, give wine Give bread, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you all your life, whom you ignored for another, who knows you by heart. Take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes. Peel your own image from the mirror. Sit, feast on your life. Sit, feast on your life, take delight in the awareness that you have a precious human life. And whenever you're ready, you can open your eyes. So, <clears throat> in a few moments, I'm going to uh, um, explain a uh, 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 an exercise to you, but I just want to, before, before I move to that, I, I, I just wanna um, sort of highlight a couple of points that I want you to take into the exercise with you or to, to focus on in the effort, exercise. And then this is with this, this quality of loving kindness, there's a a way that we can understand it and talk about it and describe it. And then there's the actual experience of loving kindness, which is known before we put a descriptor to it. So if we can shift our attention to that direct knowing aspect, um, we can more easily see how through the gateway of appreciation we access loving kindness appreciation is definitely a way that we can access loving kindness and loving kindness for ourselves in particular um, is is the objective here so so when david was leading his meditation and he talked about the effortlessness of of being aware of sounds coming and going whether they're external sounds or internal sounds or there was not an external and an internal or sensations or thoughts there's the knowing of the sound and the knowing of the sensation <clears throat> Itself, And then there's also the experience of the effortlessness of that knowing. So there's the knowing of, I wish you to be happy. And then there's the experience of the love, the natural love that can be known directly through appreciation. So if it's possible, when you, do this exercise, you can shift your attention not only to what's being appreciated, but to the quality of the knowing of the appreciation itself. So having said that, and I won't say any more, I'm going to ask uh, Chris if you could put uh, people into uh, dyads for this exercise. And let me explain what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you to do, this is a repeating question exercise. So when you get into a group, um, one person will be the the questioner and one person will respond. And uh, the person who is asking the question will ask this question and repeat it over and over again. So uh, if I were in a, a dyad with you and you were going to answer the question, I would say, tell me something that you appreciate about yourself. That's it. Tell me something that you appreciate about yourself. The responder would say, I appreciate that I can enjoy a warm cup of tea, as an example. The questioner then says, thank you. Tell me something you can appreciate about yourself. So we're just going to repeat the question. We're we're gonna ask the question. We're gonna let the person respond. When they're finished, we say thank you, and we're gonna repeat the question. And each person will do that for about four minutes, and then we'll switch roles, okay? And Chris, when she puts you into the breakout room, there are some prompts that I have given her. And you can look at those prompts because they could help you when, you, when you're when you done switching roles, then you'll have some time to actually debrief with one another before we come back. Okay. And uh, we're going to give each person about four minutes to do that and then we want to give them it's 12 30 seconds. then we want to give them about another form so about 12 to 15 minutes um in the breakout rooms Oops.
0: May I say something,
4: Robert? Of course, of course. Uh, I was paired with Elaine, um,
2: much to my
4: gratitude.
2: Uh-huh.
4: And
0: who's speaking?
2: Lauren.
0: I'm Lauren. Hello, everyone. I'm Lauren. Good. From Washington. <laughs> Hi,
2: Lauren. Uh, Lauren. Where are you? <laughs>
4: Um, what I found is I learned from Elaine additional things to think about appreciating myself. <laughs> so I learned more from her uh, and being with her. And I'm very grateful for that.
5: Mm-hmm. Thank you, Elaine. Thank you. Thank you other folks what was it like to speak what you appreciate about how many times have has someone asked you to tell you, tell them what you appreciate about yourself have you <laughs> ever had someone tell you ask you that what was it like to actually be given permission to give voice to that
1: yeah that was pretty unusual <laughs>
5: mm-hmm. And
0: it, gave me, it gave me fodder for doing loving kindness to myself. I'm used to doing loving kindness out there to the rest of the world and to other people, but I'm not used to doing it to myself. And so it, it made me think about why I give myself loving kindness and so it's a really good exercise. And the thing that I didn't think of, my partner... Jean, thought, I was giving loving kindness to her friends and family. I didn't do that. I thought this was about giving loving kindness to yourself. And then I thought, oh, I wish I would have done that too. But I don't know if, strictly speaking, that's what we were supposed to do. It's a matter of interpretation.
5: That's okay. Whatever you did was just fine. If, if you can give loving kindness to yourself or you can give loving kindness to the world. Loving kindness is loving kindness. The point is, can you recognize, this is for everyone, can we recognize that a gateway to accessing this direct experience of loving kindness is through appreciation itself? Recognizing mm-hmm. the quality of appreciation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Carla was talking about walking along the ocean today. Mm-hmm. That appreciation for nature is an expression of love in a way. You see, so to actually be able to touch into the feeling itself.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: One of the prompts that I gave was was uh, is recognizing the experience of appreciation what was it like for you to recognize that experience itself and what does that quality of appreciation feel like to you when we think about loving kindness you see we're not hindered we're not we're not feeling aversive we're not feeling greedy we're not feeling lethargic or restless or remorseful or doubtful we're feeling this quality this is a very wholesome beautiful quality Mm -hmm. and and appreciation is a gateway to it
4: yeah thank you i think thank thank you robert because i think sometimes loving kindness and self-compassion and um, for, for self can be more challenging for me, yeah. and so um, especially, so so that sex exercise was a wonderful way of expanding that um, meta for myself, and and now with this whole sheltered in place thing, this is this is step one that we can give loving kindness to ourselves and expand that outward.
5: And in this time of COVID nineteen in this time of uncertainty and this time of grief for many of us, mm-hmm. you know, many of us experience aging with a sense of loss and so on and so forth. And and then there's a way to reframe that whole experience, but to be able to access the qualities of heart, the, the qualities of love, the qualities of compassion, this is a real support to us in these in in times like these. It's a support to us in any time, but certainly in a time like this, when we're isolated, we feel alone, when we, you know, many of us are older, obviously, and, you know, so we're not around family the way we used to be, but now we're even more isolated than that, and it's disorienting. So to be able to touch those qualities of heart really do make a significant difference in our lives mm. the whole purpose of doing this exercise i i don't want to take up all this time talking about it i'm i would like to hear from other people what it was like for them but
3: i've i've put my hand up several times
5: yeah well, abraham's hand i didn't see it abraham okay go can forth. i go yeah absolutely Thanks. I appreciate it. I I found the exercise
3: a little uncomfortable because I'm shy. But at the same time, I was very glad somebody was asking me because I really like what I like about myself. So it tells me that we we almost need to encourage ourselves to really bring this stuff forward. The other thing that I really noticed strongly was when the other person in the diet, I don't know if because the squares are so much bigger, you have a better look at their face, but just how much uh, self appreciation was apparent to me when this person spoke about themselves. Uh, It was very heartwarming. It, it, It felt nice. So it's not only attractive to ourselves, but we could see it the attraction of of loving kindness in someone else.
5: Yes. Jean.
0: Um, I think it was very skillful uh, on your part to guide us through feeling loving kindness towards someone we cared about deeply because then during the exercise, what I did was access that feeling. And then whatever came up, I assume was legitimate because it came from that experience of that feeling towards somebody I love.
5: Beautiful. Yeah.
0: Trudy has her hand up.
5: Thank you, Trudy.
0: Um, I like this exercise. It, It gives me permission to be. Um, not only authentic but playful at the same time.
5: Mm-hmm. And I enjoy that. Great. Great. Other folks? We have time for one or two more. <clears throat> Gloria?
0: Um, I got to um mm. I had a little troubles coming up with things when I I was questioned first, but then when I questioned my partner, I found that um, a lot of the things she appreciated, it's like, oh, yeah, I appreciate that too. So um, really seeing that we had a lot of similarities.
5: Mm. Yeah. Sometimes in hearing what other people say... we connect to this quality of common humanity. We begin to see that we share things at a very deep pre-verbal level. You see, whether it's qualities of wanting to be happy and not wanting to suffer that David was pointing out, or just an appreciation for what it's like to walk in nature, see, or to to see someone else's Sense of their own appreciation. It uh, it's a it's joyful for us to witness that in other people. The truth is, we really are—we're completely different and all the same.
2: <laughs> Gail had Gail had her hand up.
5: Okay, I can, I don't see everyone. So, Gail, please.
0: Yeah, I, I found myself uh, saying that I appreciate my um, ability to appreciate other people when they talk to me and tell me about their inner lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was I was just appreciating that more um, through saying it, and um, and I'm appreciating now because it seems like it crosses the line between me and everyone else and, and uh, um, I just want to say I, I love looking at all of you and, and being with you uh, as much as we can be in these circumstances too so thank you and thank you Robert and, and David and Fiona Morgan has her hand up.
4: Hi. I was just, I'm just taken by the thought that this, that appreciating yourself is a real gift to other people around you as well. I, I remember always looking at my mom and wishing that she loved herself and appreciated herself and that she could receive the love that I had for her. And as I was doing that, I could just feel what a gift it is to my my own children to that if I can appreciate myself, the the joy that comes out is also available to them and to people around me. And so it's it's a real gift to other people, and you're actually doing it for other people. Or I felt like I was doing it for other people as well. It was it's very, very sweet.
5: Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Anyone else? Have we got it? All right. So we're right on the hour. And I want to thank you all for participating in this exercise, Robert. Yes,
1: Could I just say one brief thing, because um, there are some new people here uh, that have never um, been in the senior sangha before, so I just want to invite, uh, invite you all. We have these, these small groups, and you're very welcome to attend, to, to become part of one of the small groups, and we just do it again, do the same kind of thing we do here, but in, in small groups, and I think people are finding them very beneficial. Lovely. So, if you want to do that, uh, let uh, write to IMC Senior Sangha, and Fiona will make sure that you get
5: into a group. So, uh, so to wrap wrap this up, I just want to say that sometimes when people um, are asked to think of things they appreciate about themselves. They can think of one or two things, and then they sort of run out of things. but the more you inquire, the deeper you will find this this path will take you so I encourage you to to just think about in going through your day today you know just think about from moment to moment. Um, What it is that you might appreciate about yourself or what you're appreciating about the moment. And there's the actual thing that you're appreciating and then there's the feeling of appreciation.